All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Second Opinion Loan Officer uh, podcast. Um, this is also a little bit of a foundational episode uh, to kind of give you a foundation and a framework to understand um, what this overall strategy is um, and how to market proof your pipeline as a second opinion loan officer um, or a second opinion specialist, as we like to call it once you graduate. Um, and um, this is a little bit about mindset, but it's also about strategy. Uh, and so this episode is about the secret to surviving 2023 in the, uh, in the mortgage industry. And really what this comes down to is understanding the things that we can control and the things that we cannot control in our business. Uh, the things that we cannot control include rising interest rates, um, falling interest rates, uh, no inventory or low inventory, uh, the projected 50% drop in volume in 2023. Um, and with all of this, uh, with this constriction or with this contraction in the real estate market, um, you know, as loan officers, we can lend in the entire state, but when the market contracts like this, our referral partners that are in specific communities and farms, uh, if there are no homes for sale in their market, then our referrals from our referral partners start to dry up. Um, if their community, if their market is drying up. So quite honestly, they're hurting a lot more than we are. And we're not going to be able to count on referrals from, uh, from real estate agents quite the same way that we were able to in the past when um, it was a seller's market and they were very, very busy. We're moving into a market that's probably going to be primarily dominated by buyers. Um, but again, we're going to have all of these challenges. Uh, we're going to have all of these challenges with interest rates and all these things that we can't control. So there are four areas of our business that we can control, that we have 100% control over. And that is how we survive the chaos. We survive the chaos in 2023 by focusing on these four areas of our business that we have 100% control over. And those areas are past clients, our prospecting efforts, our reputation, and our relationships. Okay. Now I'm going to unpack each one of these and I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to give you some ideas on how to maximize your effort, um, your time and your energy in each one of these areas so that you're only spending effort and energy in the areas of your business that you can control. Another way to look at this is anytime you have a a marketing idea or, or an idea for, uh, or, or when you're putting together your business plan for 2023, uh, or if you go to a conference and you see a shiny object and you're like, Oh, I want to bring that on to my business. You should be asking yourself, uh, is this going to help me get more business out of my, from my past clients? Um, is this going to help 
Is this a prospecting strategy that's going to work in today's market? Um, is this going to improve my reputation? Um, and by reputation, I don't mean online reviews. That's one aspect of it. Um, and is this going to improve my uh, transactional and referral relationships? If it does not contribute to one of those four areas of your business, you're going to pass on it. This is how you stay focused. So let's start with past clients. Um, there's three things that you can do for your past clients. The first thing you should be doing is wellness checks. Now, I get that there is resistance about calling your past clients because you just refinanced all of them into interest rates under 3% in the last two years. Um, what are you going to call them about? Well, uh, we are in, we're, well, we're definitely in a housing recession and a lot of experts as I'm recording this, this is December of 2022, uh, the, it is anticipated that there's going to be an employment recession coming up in 2023. Uh, that means that folks are going to lose jobs. They're going to lose second jobs. Uh, we know inflation is a big problem right now. So yes, check in with your clients, check in with your past clients, at least quarterly. Uh, there are ways you can do this automated. Uh, you can use a, a tool or a service like a phone burner. Uh, we, uh, we use a, a service called Bonzo. Uh, you can send out a quarterly, uh, voicemail, text message, email. Hey, just checking in quite frankly, in this market, if you're not too busy and most of us aren't too busy, I would make personal phone calls, uh, once a month, use a service like, uh, like phone burner, uh, Bonzo has this uh, has that feature built into its platform that basically just allows you to pre-record a voicemail that you can drop with a with the push of a button if they don't answer, um, and then move on to the very next call in your list. And I would recommend doing that. Uh, equity monitoring services like. Home Scout, HomeBot, Home IQ, um, these types of services that's delivering uh, a basically an equity position or what home values are doing in uh, in that neighborhood. Uh, sending these reports, this is something that's automated. It's just getting them into the service so that they're receiving these reports monthly. There's a couple of different reasons for this. When when your past clients see their equity either slowing down, getting stagnant, or even starting to reduce, um, interest rates don't become as important anymore. If they have a 3% interest rate in, and now, and interest rates are 6% in the future, but they just lost $10,000 worth of equity, they still might be in a position where they want to pay off all of their holiday consumer debt or their credit card debt that's at double-digit interest rates, and they want to do it before they lose too much equity and it starts getting expensive. So these equity monitoring services are vitally important. If you don't have one of these set up right now, I absolutely encourage you to do this. And again, there are a few different options. I'm a huge fan of HomeBot um, and HomeScout. 
And, um, but there are other services out there that will do this. And then, um, if you, what you should be doing if, and, and if you're, if you're a little bit more advanced as like a content marketer, what, like what we talk about here on the solo podcast, um, is nurturing and retargeting all of your past clients. And you should literally be doing this daily. Uh, you're not, when I say daily, it, it, it sounds like you're hounding them all the time, but it's not, it's creating content, sending it, sending it to your past clients, because remember when we create content, we're not necessarily solving anyone's specific problem. We're just establishing ourselves as problem solvers. So anytime you create a video or you create content, you want to send that to all of your past clients. It's not just for prospecting, send it to your past clients, remind them that you're a problem solver, because even if they don't have a need, they could forward that to somebody that they know, um, and, and, uh, and that could be your referral, um, a referral back to you. So, uh, create content consistently, nurture those leads by continuing to drop that content on your past clients, pixel that content so that if they watch your video, you're retargeting them and following them around on the internet, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Google, um, with your information, uh, so all they're going to know is I watched this video, um, about you and now I see you everywhere that I look when I'm going online. So those are three ways to really focus your energy and build up, um, these systems, build up these tactics around loving on your past clients. Number one thing you do love on your past clients, prospecting prospecting um right now in this market content marketing is the most important thing you can do content marketing is what being a second opinion loan officer is all about it's about sharing your expertise and your experience in video and text format which is really just doing a video and then transcribing the video and making a blog post out of it so that you can be findable so this isn't an and or situation. You still do everything that you're doing for prospecting now. Uh, you love on your referral partners. Uh, you love on your past clients. These are all really important prospecting efforts. But when you're talking about trying to find new uh, prospects and trying to find uh, new folks, you have to be findable. You have to be found on Google and YouTube when consumers are creating, when consumers have questions about qualifying for a mortgage. Uh, that is content marketing. Uh, do the hard stuff. Uh, if you watched episode one, where I kind of gave my second opinion loan officer origin story, uh, you want to differentiate the riches are in niches. So if you specialize, if you're really good at breaking down tax returns for self-employed and finding things that you can, um, uh, add back in to their income as off their, off their tax returns. That's the stuff you create content about. There's not a lot of people creating content about that. Um, if you specialize in the down payment assistance programs, 
uh, or the uh, uh, special grants for first-time homebuyers. If you really like doing that stuff and you really like educating uh, renters and getting them into their first home, just specialize in that. Differentiate yourself with that. Um, creating content about FHA loans or conventional loans is not going to get you the same traffic or the same attention as it is when you're talking about the specific things that you specialize in, your niches. And that niche doesn't just have to be guidelines. Um, if you have not joined the, the solo, uh, content creators community yet, uh, then, uh, and I'll talk more about this, uh, at the end of this, uh, at the end of this video or at the end of this ep episode, as well as you'll find it in the show notes, uh, and the description in the YouTube channel. Um, this is the stuff that we, this is the stuff that we talk about in there. Um, differentiating yourself, riches and niches is not just guideline niches. And I have a whole, uh, video course on riches and niches. It can also be demographics. It can be traveling nurses. It can be policemen. It can be veterans. Uh, it can be, uh, a geographic. It could be a community. It could be a county. It could be a state. Um, there's all different ways to differentiate yourself and to create a niche around, um, the things that your, your personal experience, your wheelhouse. And then finally prospecting right now in this market, I, I tell everybody that this is not like 2008. Um, but the reasons we're in this situation is not like 2008, but what is like 2008 is the uncertainty in the market and the quantity of consumers that aren't really ready to do anything right now, but they have a lot of questions about what is the state of the industry, um, what's the state of the market, and when will they have an opportunity. So prospecting in today's market is not as much about closing loans. Obviously, you will close every loan that you have an opportunity to close, but the real thing you should be focusing on is building your database with as many consumers as you can that have questions about qualifying for a mortgage. This is your long game. And this is why we create content because when people watch your content, you become known as a, as a, um, as a problem solver, as somebody that can answer their questions and bring solutions to their challenges. Uh, and even if they're not ready now, you get them into your database so that you can nurture them and retarget them and keep stay top of mind with them uh, and continue to remind them by putting your content back out there uh, and nurturing them along so that when the market shifts, either for the market in general or for that particular consumer, you're right on top of mind um, and you're the first person that they give a call. Uh, if you, uh, if you saw it, um, the, the, if you've, if you watched all of the episodes here, uh, you know that I talk a lot about, uh, this is a market just for building your database. Whoever has the biggest database, um, that trusts you, uh, when a market, sh when there is a market shift, good or bad is going to win in this market. Um, 
that's the bottom line. It, it is a little bit of a long game. It's going to take time, but I promise you, if you do this, you will market proof your, uh, your pipeline because you will have a consistent flow of inbound, um, uh, consumers that already know, like, and trust you that have questions about qualifying for a mortgage. So how you do your prospecting in this market is important. Reputation. So reputation is not just about online reviews. Obviously online reviews are evidence of your reputation, but, um, I want you to think about reputation in other ways. Invest in your community, get involved in local causes or charities or even maybe bipartisan politics, uh, you know, supporting the schools in the area, um, you know, doing interviews with the new, uh, the new mayor in town or the governor, um, or local politicians that are talking about, um, how they're going to improve home ownership or, uh, how they're going to help, uh, more people, uh, uh, create more affordable housing opportunities in your community. So invest in your community, become, uh, get a reputation as somebody who gives back to the community and is kind of a local hero or a local celebrity in your community. That doesn't necessarily mean, um, that you are just advertising your mortgage business in your community, but there you're being known as a pillar of the community, a thought leader in the community, and you are in the mortgage business. Um, they go hand in hand. Uh, when you're helping people, they're going to want to know what they can do to help you. And that's where your reputation comes in. Share your expertise. This is the content creating piece. When you're sharing your experience and your expertise on video, you're creating a reputation as a problem solver. You're also showing people how much, how vast your experience is. Um, that then you're getting a reputation as somebody that is a safe place to come to, to get a second opinion, because that's how you present yourself. I specialize in giving a second opinion to folks, uh, who filled out a lead form, <laughs> got stuck in a call center and you knew more than the telemarketer that, that they called. So, uh, or, or that, that called you back. So sharing your expertise, when consumers see that, that's how you gain a reputation as a problem solver and as a professional so that they know, like, and trust you before they even reach out to you. Um, and then, uh, you know, especially in a market like this, just interpret the market weekly. Uh, just do a video that you put out to your past clients, your referral partners, and all of your prospects. You put it on your YouTube, you share it on social to anybody that will listen, and just talk about what happened in the market this week. Uh, a lot of things happen in the market. New housing reports come out. Um, CPI reports come out. Interest rates will move up or down. New loan programs will come out. This doesn't have to be a crazy long video. This can be a five-minute video, which is that's just a recap of what's going on in the market this week. That's something that you can do, which again, 
is going to give you a reputation as somebody who understands this market deeply and knows how to find opportunities and solutions in this market. Um, and then that will create that reputation with your past clients, uh, your your referral partners, uh, and all of your prospects. And then finally, uh, your relationships. Relationships I'm talking about, um, referral relationships and transactional relationships. Um, think about uh, think about building relationships with other community leaders. Um, are there other bloggers? Is there a famous YouTuber in your community that you can kind of partner with and contribute content um, to their platform or um, bring them onto your platform? Uh, uh, local politicians, uh, school board, uh, you know, the, the, the mayor of your town, the governor of your state, um, how can you, uh, build relationships with community leaders that are not in your industry so that you can collaborate and figure out ways to, um, help uplift the community. Housing is an important part of, having of of having a a a good um a, a good cohe a, a good community um a supportive community where people lean on each other so help try to be the glue that brings everybody together and get involved in and in, in those types of relationships build relationships with all the other small business owners in the community figure out ways to collaborate um collaborate with them, figure out how you can get deals and discounts from local businesses in the area or announcements of things that are going on in your community and include that in your marketing when you're sending your new content to your referral partners, your past clients, and your prospects. Include um, other things from other members of the community. That's a really good strategy. I, I don't really like talking about this one, but as we're in a recession and, and, and inflation is so high and, and we may or may not, who knows to what degree the recession is going to hit. Um, but when you have financial challenges, you have a lot more divorces, um, start thinking about building relationships, uh, outside of just real estate agents, start looking at, um, insurance, uh, insurance agents, divorce attorneys, um, credit counselors, uh, anybody else that you can think where people may be looking for advice, uh, financial advisors, even um, where do they move their money and how do they move it around? Uh, think of economy driven needs um, and see if there's an opportunity to build relationships with them. And then finally, if you're not already doing this, um, doing educational classes for real estate agents, your referral partners is a huge deal in this market. The slower they get, the more anxious they get, the more nervous your referral partners are getting. So if you're feeding information to them, if you're teaching them to create content the way I'm teaching you to create content, you just take everything I'm giving you, repurpose it, 
um, and do classes for real estate agents and teach them the exact same thing. The exact same principles work, the exact same strategies work. Um, you can be that voice to help bring them along. The best way to do that is to build relationships with title reps. Title reps have laws that they can't necessarily provide anything of value to the real estate agents that they're trying to get business off of, but they can 100% get butts in seats for a free class to teach them how to do more effective marketing in a tight and uncertain market. 100%. This is one of the best strategies that I've used in the past. Um, I've done hundreds of real estate agent classes and they're absolutely invaluable for uh, reinforcing your relationships and building long-term relationships um, with new referral partners over time. So again, we put in the legwork now, we put in the effort now, because when the market shifts, we want our reputation to be in place. We want our past clients knowing who we are. We want our referral partners remembering how we helped them when the market wasn't great. And we want all of those community leaders that, that, um, that we helped and we got involved in to help us promote the things that we're doing um, to uh, to promote and encourage home ownership in our communities. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about your relationships. And what you need to understand is that all of this is connected. If you love on your past clients, they become one of your best prospecting channels. When you're creating content and you're earning a reputation as somebody who is a problem solver, even in a chaotic market, and you're sending that to your referral partners and you're sending that to your past clients, that's creating prospects. That's, that is not only nurturing those relationships, but it's also a prospecting source. It becomes a new uh, lead source for you in the future uh, when the market changes. So your past clients are prospecting, your relationships and your reputation, they're all connected and they all feed into each other. Now, if this is your first time, um, your first time here or your first episode, um, I've created a free community um, to teach you how to be a content creator um, and to teach you how to capitalize on being a second opinion loan officer um, so that you can market proof your pipeline um, as a second opinion specialist, regardless of what the market is doing, if you are a content creator and you have a library of trust assets, or what I like to say is if you have an army of clones of you referring business back to you about the things that you specialize in, um, this is the community for you. We are just a community of content creators. This is a hundred percent free. We're going to share tips, tricks, ideas, uh, part of this, this podcast, um, and this YouTube channel is where I'm going to be sharing content ideas. I'm going to be talking about where, uh, where we're getting the content ideas, how we're spinning the content, what the opportunity is, how to present it, how to create it and how to get it out there. Um, and there is a 100% done for you, uh, or done, uh, do it yourself solution in the community. Um, and you can learn how to do all of this yourself. Uh, you can find the free community at findmywayhome.com forward slash solo, S-O-L-O. Again, that's findmywayhome.com 
forward slash solo. Uh, you can get a link in the show notes, uh, in the YouTube description and, um, and all of this content is going to be published in the community. Uh, if you are looking for a done-for-you solution, that is the Find My Way Home Expert Network. Uh, the inspiration, the content ideas, that's all free to the, to the entire community. But if you want help uh, creating content, we're going to ship you all of the equipment. We're going to make creating video just like a Zoom call. I've got a professional director that's going to be on the computer asking you your questions, asking questions about your experience, your expertise, your past client success stories. We're going to produce that, turn that into videos. We're going to publish it. We're going to transcribe it. We're going to publish it on Find My Way Home. We're going to publish it to your YouTube channel. We're going to promote it. We're going to pixel it, retarget it, follow them around the internet. We're going to capture their questions about qualifying for a mortgage. We're going to follow up on those leads and we're going to either your e and so that we're going to convert those leads into conversations by either returning phone calls, um, answering your phone, responding to a text, um, or, or, um, uh, making a Calendly appointment that they're already, um, going to set up with you before you've even talked to them. And once you talk to those clients or those consumers, if they're not ready to buy now, uh, we're going to nurture those clients for you over time by helping you to, con to continue to continue to create content. And then we're going to keep publishing that content and pushing it out to your past clients, your prospects, and your referral, uh, your referral partner database. So that's it for this. Again, um, quick recap, the secret to surviving in 2023 is not wasting time, energy, or focus on things you cannot control and focus your energy on the four things you can control in your business, which is your past clients, your prospecting efforts, your reputation, and your referral relationships. So I hope that was helpful and thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions, um, if you're listening to this in the podcast, you'll find links to the free community, uh, links to get more information for the done for you solution at the find my way home expert network. And I have a link to my calendar on there. If you'd like to schedule a zoom call, if you have any questions, uh, about anything that I'm talking about on this podcast, on this YouTube channel, um, or if you're in the solo community, the free community, you can engage with me anytime uh, in that community. I'm always in there and I'm always available to answer your questions. So thanks for being here and we will see you next time.